introduce myself. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Well, y'all done came a long way. I think that y'all have a certain amount of respect for, you know, what everybody else does. And y'all are just the best at what y'all do. This platform, the reach y'all have that you've earned, makes space for somebody like me. You guys have a direct line to the culture. Oh, my God. read about the breakfast club really? every morning that's good you guys are trending every uh, you know i drag my ass out of bed i'm like uh what happened on the breakfast club today get, get your ass up. hey hey fam hey, you're up? low i'm low oh, there we go good All morning right. okay, don't... no you're fine now Just calm down okay good <laughs> that means it was something that they little... did on the board you might be a little high right now. A little high. Too high now. A little too hot. Am I, am I <laughs> okay, too hot now? Okay, there we go. I'm too sexy. I'm too sexy for this mic. Too sexy for Slow this down. mic. No, it's not working. Well, come on in, everybody. It's Wednesday. I thought, I thought he'd say it differently today. Well, Charlamagne's not here. Okay, guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. There you go. Wednesday. All right, I need everybody to stop yelling in my ear. Okay. You just told Perfect. me I was too low. Now am I good? All right, I think it's better. Okay. Well, good morning. Happy Wednesday. Where, what part of the world are you in now? I am in Detroit. Uh, yesterday I was in, of course, Fort Lauderdale uh, in Miami, uh, figuring everything out for Carchella, Miami. And uh, yesterday I had to fly to Detroit to make sure everything was good. Everything is great. And I'm excited about everything that's uh, going to happen. Of course, the Detroit Carchella is October 30th, just in time for Halloween. And uh, Miami is 12-12, so just in time for the holidays. So I can't wait to meet you guys, my family to see you guys. We're going to be doing trick-or-treating and all types of holiday stuff. So get your tickets if you haven't got it already. Coachella, it's going to be a great time. All right. I'm over here trying to uh, descale my coffee machine, and I cannot figure this out. This is too complicated. Now, yesterday you were telling me that you had a problem with your roof, that they were fixing your roof. Is it all fixed? Everything good now? Man, I hope so. Yes. So they fixed the roof. Um, It took two days for them to get everything together. And then now they're telling me now, I don't know, I might need a second opinion. Now they're telling me I need to rebuild the stairs outside of my house. That might be possible. Fix them, but like take them out and rebuild them. Yeah. If it has too much water damage that has to be done. I had to do that to a balcony recently. Uh, If the water uh, rots the wood, they have to rebuild it, put new wood in there. And now they use this thing called fiberglass, which is a... it's like a layer that they put over the wood that protects it pretty well. So that that might be possible. Or they might be trying well, to just a, get some money out of you. So, Well, this is a brownstone, so it's not wood. You know, it's like the brownstone material. Oh, I mean, so those can still get ruined, you know, with the water and d- d- depending on the flow of the water. So those can too. So it could be. I would get a second opinion just in case. Yeah, I mean, all this is expensive. But then again, I look at it like this, right? It's more expensive in the long run if you don't handle things in your house that go wrong. As a lot of us have learned, when things go wrong, you let it sit for too long. And then you're like, man, I should have been took care of that. Now it's costing me way more money. So, Good morning, home improvement. Hey, home home improvement in the morning. House home improvement 101. It's not even home improvement. It's things that like you can't not do your roof. And then now they're telling me I need to redo my stairs. It's just kind of like when you take your car in to get fixed and then they find all these things and like, oh, you also need to take care of this. You need to take care of this. I don't know if it's true or not. That's why a lot of people don't bring their cars in. That's why when they got to go to oil change, they'll go to Jiffy Lube or or the, you know, the $20 one. Because when you go to the the dealer, 
they'll be like, well, this engine light is on. You need this. You need that. You need this. You need that. And it didn't wind up a $20 trip. wind up costing you two, three hundred dollars Well, you know what y'all need to do? You need to change your perspective because at least y'all have the money to afford to fix your roofs and your staircases and things of that nature because there's a lot of people out there going through those same things and they can't even afford to do that. Oh, I've been there. I said I've that yesterday. There. It's okay to still be stressed about things. It's oh, still stressful. There. And you know what I did? I would drive that car without an oil change to about what? 40, oh, 50 to the dead. <laughs> okay, because I can afford it back in the day. Then your well, engine's going to end up locking up on you. Then you're not going to have no money for an engine. Well, that happened too. But, you know. But that's why I'm saying certain life. things you have to do. Like, you have to take care of it because it'll get even worse if you don't. Uh, and so, uh, all right. That is well, what it is. Home home improvement with Home MVP improvement in the morning. <laughs> now, uh, this morning, Rick Ross will be joining us this Rose. morning. Rose. Yes, he has he a will. new book mm-hmm. out. No name yes, indeed. I do. I've been reading it. Actually, read it already. It's called The Perfect Day to Boss Up, A Hustler's Guide to Building Your Empire. Okay. So he actually mentions the Ross. Breakfast Club in the book, too. In an incident that he had up here when you read the book. You'll what see him talk about that. Uh, he was talking about when he came up here and I asked him why he didn't have any women signed to his label. And then he made a, quote, off-the-cuff remark that basically was saying um, he would end up sleeping with them if he did. Oh. And how he just was doing, saying something that he knew would be like a quick, uh, quick bite, viral right. remark, and it ended up uh, being happens. something that he he had to apologize for. But it turned into a bigger deal. Yeah, it and he talked about having to admit when you're wrong. Yeah, mm. it happens. If you if you if you if you talk a lot, it's gonna happen. You're gonna have right. one, you're gonna have one or two of those. It just, yeah, a couple it of them. It happens to the best of them. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What are we talking about? Man, so what is Joe Biden going to talk about on Thursday? Apparently, there's some issues that he needs to address when it comes out to a new strategy against the Delta variant. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? All right. Well, let's start with what is happening that uh, our president has to address on Thursday. He's going to be talking about some new rules when it comes to controlling this Delta variant. So right now they're saying as kids are going back to school, about 250,000 kids have tested positive for COVID in the past week. So right now they make up about a quarter of the people of the new cases of COVID in the United States. Now, in addition to that, uh, Joe Biden has addressed the climate change issues. As you know, in New York City, there was all this flooding going on. He actually visited Queens and New Jersey yesterday, and here's what he had to say. I'm going to be heading from here to Glasgow in Scotland for the COP meeting, which is all the nations of the world getting together to decide what we're going to do about climate change and have zero emissions, net emissions by 2050. By 2020, make sure all our electricity is zero emissions. We're going to be able to do these things, but we've got to move, and we've got to move the rest of the world. This is code red. They've Mm. been warning us the extreme weather would get more extreme over the decade, and we're living in real time now. Yeah, I mean, truth to the matter, guys, uh, I think everyone is just doing their best, but it's above us now. The earth is rebelling, okay? Humans knocked the earth bucked, and the earth is resetting itself. And I don't know if there's anything we can do about it. I know it makes us feel better to think we can, but what if we can't? 
Well, that's not mm. the way to think. We got to think that we can. I mean, we, we, we want kids and grandkids and great-grandkids. We got to make sure that we protect the earth as much as possible. Of course, but what if that's not in the cards? I know it makes us feel better to be in control, but what if we not? Which I don't well, think we, gotta, we I are. I mean, there's, defi- there's definitely things that we can do to help uh, protect the environment more. Like what? Like going green mm. and getting solar panels. Okay. There's definitely things that can be They've been saying that for decades, though. But even the cars. The cars are starting to be electric. Yes, with cars. They've been saying that for decades, too. No, but it's going to happen in the I mean, it is happening. Five years. What if it's too late is what I'm saying? Because the weather is very extreme. Flooding in New York City and New Jersey. Earthquakes everywhere. Tornadoes. It's like, eh? We might be past the point of no return. I don't think you just say, well, we give up. We're not going to try. Yeah, we just don't lay down. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, what if... You know, I know it makes us feel better to be in control, but what if we're not? That's all I'm saying. What if we can? Not yet. All right. Well, that is your front page news. You're so doubtful this morning. Send me some healing energy or something. You really definitely woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Listen, I'm definitely sending healing energy. The earth is absolutely healing itself. The earth is sending out healing energy. Are y'all paying attention? That's what I want to know. (laughs) Humans been knocking and now earth is bucking. That's all I'm telling you. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Sean from Brooklyn. Sean from Brooklyn. Get it off your chest, bro. Man, they're talking about this weather and global warming. I mean, let's be real. They show us every day and they tell us that they're controlling the weather. Look at Dubai. Dubai had 122 degrees. (laughs) They made it rain. They tell us what's going on and then we sit in and listen to the other rhetoric after they already told us what's real. I mean, they did say that in Dubai. They said they needed rain and it made it rain, which was crazy. So, I mean, you might be on the little something. I mean, I'm just keeping it 100. They tell you, but it's up to you to pay attention. It don't cost nothing to pay attention. Hey, they might have made it rain, but they didn't make it 120 degrees. They didn't make it 120 degrees? Understandable. It's going to be hot. It's been hot since the beginning of time. (laughs) No, it has not, sir. This is some of the highest heat on record. What are we talking about here? 120 degrees is not normal. In the next 10 years, things keep going the way that they are, which I don't see how they're going to reverse it. Things keep going. We might not even be able to go outside in the summertime. You know, you know how much 120 degrees is? <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was 120, though. I think he was exaggerating a little. But at the same time, they're creating the heat because they're doing it. It's all about money. It's all about money. Okay. I don't know what to tell you. All right. Well, thank you, sir. Yeah, and the weather in Dubai is usually about, it goes from uh, 100 to 106. And he says, rarely does it go to 112. Oh, no. Italy, Italy got, I think it was Italy that got like that this summer. Italy got to like 116 degrees. Hello, who's fact, this? 119. I'm looking at it right now. Hello, who's this? Hi, right, this is uh, Jay from Las Vegas. Hey, what's up, man? Get it off your chest. Man, I just want to ask Charlotte, man, how, what's the, white, what's the white privilege card you guys are always talking about? What does that mean? What's the white privilege card? Yeah, what do you, what you always talk about? What does that mean? Uh, white privilege card is always getting the benefit of the doubt. So what's the black privilege card? Black, but for me, a black privilege card is just a privilege and an honor to be black. That's all. It's something spiritual. I tap into... You know, the spirits of my ancestors and know that, you know, there's something greater controlling me and mine. I always say white privilege is something systemic. Black privilege is something spiritual. All right, Charlamagne. You have a best day, buddy. Thank you, sir. So he wanted to know. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. 
I'm dialing. I'm dialing. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm dialing. I'm calling you. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Hello? Hello, who's this? Yo, this is Kappa. What it do, Envy? What's going on? Kappa, what up? Get it off your chest, bro. Not much. I want to get it off my chest because y'all be pedaling back and forth. Last year around this time, y'all was talking about Camilla Harris and Biden, election time and voting them in. Now y'all been hushed about it. What's up? Why y'all not bringing them to the fire? All the crazy... I, 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 you don't, I you don't listen to the breakfast club, I, I haven't been hushed about it. We talk about him damn near every day. Charlemagne, Char- Charlemagne put him on black. Charlemagne be putting him on black. But yo, what's up? What's up, man? Why things going on the way they're going on around this around this place, man? What do you what mean? Politics, <laughs> man. Politics, <laughs> politics, musicians bugging out, actors bugging out, doing crazy stuff. What what is this world coming to? It's called America. Like, like Said, yo, we need healing. This world needs healing. Definitely. If you, if you what? If you buckle, you just said it. If you buckle, the world go what? I said when you, I said, I said humans, humans <laughs> nuck in the earth bucks. That's where all. you coming from, bro? Where you coming from? Oh, he he dropped the past out. One of the two. Long, <laughs> long night last night. <laughs> yeah, long night last night. Goodness gracious. Hello, who's this? This is Carol. Hey, good morning. Get it off your chest. Oh, no, there's nothing to get off my chest. I got three things to say. One, Go. happy belated birthday. Thank you so much. Yours, you're very welcome. Yours is two days before mine. Well, oh, happy birthday to you, too. Happy belated to you. Well, thank you. And the last time I called, uh, I don't think Charlamagne was there. But anyway, good morning, all of y'all. Good morning, Queen. Good morning. Good morning, Angela. And the last thing, I think I skipped the second one because I'm so happy I actually got through. But anyway, the last thing I wanted to say is I started using it today and I want everybody to know, don't give up on yourself. You might be going through it, but as long as you keep pushing, you'll get what you want eventually. That's right. I love that. Be optimistic as long as you keep your head to the sky. Well, you have a great day today, mama. Damn, right? Why you call her mama? Man, one of my homegirls called me Pop Pop last night, but I felt so old. Salute to Naja, my homegirl Naja, that's Angela Rod's assistant. She called me Pop Pop. Like, God All right. damn, how old do you think I am? All right, Pop Pop. All right, now, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about little Nas X and his baby registry. All right. How do you have a, you know what? All right, we'll get into the rumors his next. His baby Keep... registry should be pre-ordered for his album. That's what it should be. That's that's all it can be. But we'll talk about it next. It's the Breakfast Club. It's, actually quite, it's actually quite nice. You'll like it. It's a good thing. All right. Rumors up next. The Breakfast Club. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, it all started with a post from Lunell. She said, have a drink, smoke a self-rolled or dispensary rolled joint. Leave the effing scissor, molly, and cocaine alone. You might be next, and all you were trying to do was party. This ish is no joke at all. The dope dealers are killing people, but hey, you don't have to listen to me. R.I.P. She said, please, y'all, come on. Let's not keep playing Russian roulette with your life. It's not worth it. I know your kids don't want to listen to me, but do it for your mother, your kids, your family, yourself, praying for us all. This is not a game. Well, Jocelyn, for some reason, did not like this post, and she said, tell this fat hoe to stop eating. That also can kill you. She a burger away from a heart attack. And you talking about someone just died for whichever reason that she's not even sure about. Effing pig. Put the plate down. Pig, pig, pig. Why do people get mad when you simply tell them to not do drugs? 
And then Luna responded to my physical brothers, don't read this, this morning after four back-to-back deaths and one person critically ill in the hospital within a very short time, I felt compelled to plead with my people to subside in recreational deadly drug use of molly, scissor, and cocaine, etc. Well, someone got obviously triggered and they are mad, mad. This is what I received from Ms. Hernandez. I am over here packing for the next movie. I'm about to start filming and excited about my comedy show this weekend at the Stress Factory and the World War III comedy tour. I'm on unbothered. My family and friends have However, are quite offended and this is their response gonna go make me a smoothie and then she put hashtag swipe and she uh, posted some of the responses to Jocelyn I mean just say no there is no right way to do the wrong thing like I want to send all the people battling with drug addiction healing energy and we need to get you know those individuals the help they need it's really just that simple but I don't what's wrong with what was wrong with Lunell's message I didn't see nothing I mean it's heartbreaking that. seeing people who are uh, dying and getting these drugs from these drug dealers that are laced with fentanyl Absolutely. and other things that they don't know what's in it. So it is dangerous. And I'm sure that she has people close to her, like she said, who have just died. So she was expressing how she felt. Yeah. Now question, what, what do we, what do we do at this point that, you know, because you know, people are using drugs. They don't know what they are taking. they don't know where they're getting it from. They're getting it from a local drug dealer. So what happens now? Well, I think do we, we got to get legalized no, cocaine. You got to get those people help for their addiction. There's and a you, and, lot and, and of people get, on cocaine, bro. And, and, There's and, a lot like you America And America got a lot of money and resources to help right. those people. You know what There's I mean? There's a just lot like, of just, people on drugs, Just like bro. they got a lot of money and resources to help white people that are addicted to opioids. You know? Same exact thing. And you got to get those right, drugs. That's what they're saying in... Oh, good. In, in other countries, they're able to test drugs to see what's in it so you know if you're what you're taking. But... I mean, the truth to the matter is, it's been a campaign, just say no to drugs. That hasn't worked. You know, you can tell people you can get them help, but it is a sickness. The addiction is a sickness. It's a disease. Yeah, I think yeah, that's the root of the problem, right? The root of the problem is the addiction. You know what Correct. I mean? Instead of trying to find a right way for people to do the wrong thing, the root of the problem is the addiction. Let's help people with their addiction. You got to scare the ish out of people. I remember as a kid when I used to see them commercials, it scared the ish out of me. I didn't want my, my brain on drugs. Like, honestly, so I never was nowhere near it. I, I don't really Look, see those people who are anymore. out of jail on parole that are uh, failing drug tests. You know what I'm saying? That know they're going to end up going back mm-hmm. to jail and still doing it. It's not an easy thing to just be like, say no. That's why we got to help. Scared. That's why we got to help those people heal. Like this country got more than enough resources where they could help people. And, heal. You, and you think about why people are doing drugs in the first place and what they're trying to escape. That's, that's it's just a lot of different things. It's all part of the healing process. <laughs> All right, now London on the track. His child's mother, Ebony, is saying that she trashed Summer Walker because he promised that he would pay her. Now, she had some out of nowhere just started complimenting him on social media, even though previously she hadn't had the nicest things to say about him. And now she's on social media saying that all she said the other day was cap. She said, Uh, Basically, she did that because he promised to pay her. She said, at the end of the day, I cooperate with London whenever his mom has time to spend with Paris because London just does ish for the cameras for sure. Summer was right. So good for her for getting her and her daughter a better man because allegedly Summer Walker has a new boyfriend. She said London is play play. She went on to say... All that I said about the, the other day about London was cap. He promised he was going to pay me to make him look good. And now he's acting broke. London thinks he can manipulate every situation he encounters. He's a snake for sure. He's got so many faces. He just takes turns playing whoever, whenever, wherever benefits him at the time. You know, it's annoying, but all this stuff is playing out over social media. And at the end of the day, there are children involved who will one day see all of these things. So hopefully they all can figure out how to co-parent and coexist Sheesh. too. Charlemagne, send us some yeah. healing energy. They I'm need sending, this I'm one. sending everybody in that situation healing them. energy. 
All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. My goodness. All right. All right. Now, uh, when we come back, we got front page news. What are we talking about? Anything positive, please? All right. Well, what social media app is overtaking YouTube now in U.S. average watch time? All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Want to look like a million bucks, but only spend a handful of bucks? Upgrade to a Dollar Shave Club 6 Blade Razor for a noticeably smooth shave thanks to their six precision cut stainless blades. Find your perfect shave wherever you shop, in-store and online at dollarshave.com. That's dollarshave.com. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where we starting, Yee? Well, let's start with YouTube. Now, what app is getting more watching time than YouTube? Well, according to a new report from app analytics firm App Annie, they said that TikTok overtook YouTube in the United States average watch time. So TikTok is uh, still ahead in time spent overall because of its 2 billion users compared to TikTok, which has roughly 700 million. But when it comes to U.S. average watch time, TikTok, more people are watching that than YouTube. I thank God I am not in that number. I am not on the talking of the ticks. I don't have one. Don't go over there. Don't even know who all over there. All right. Now, Texas Governor Greg Abbott has signed into law a bill that bans 24 hour and drive through voting. And he also has new hurdles on mail in ballots. And he also has empowered partisan poll watchers. Here's what he had to say. I'd be astonished uh, if a law like this was not challenged in court. I feel extremely confident it will be upheld in a court of law because exactly what we've said, it does make it easier for people to be able to go vote no one who is eligible to vote will be denied the opportunity to vote it does however make it harder uh, for cheaters uh, to cast an illegal ballot you meant to say colors not cheaters <laughs> right this is definitely going to uh, restrict voting access for marginalized voters particularly people of color and people with disabilities because what they're saying now is last year they offered drive-through voting and 24-hour early voting in particular harris county where is where houston is but now the bill restricts the hours that counties can offer early voting to between 6 a.m and 10 p.m and it prohibits things like um uh, what was used in Harris County when a garage at the Toyota Center, which is where the Houston Rockets play, was among the venues that residents could use to vote from their vehicles. It also blocks counties from sending unsolicited mail-in voting applications, even to people who are over the age of 65 and therefore, and therefore auto- automatically qualified to vote by mail. It, pl- it places new rules around mail-in voting, and it also gives more protection for partisan poll watchers and sets new limits on those who help voters, including people with disabilities, cast their ballots. Well, another voter suppression law signed right in our faces. And when you got the white supremacy court upholding voting restrictions in Arizona, you have to know the tone has been set. It is above us now. Those Republicans are so gangster. Drop on the clues bombs for Republicans for not being cowards. Okay. Well, <laughs> like the, like drop the a Democrats. Bomb for what they're getting through, right. though. The Democrats have tried every political strategy but courage. At some point, you have to stand up to the bully. All right. And the Republicans now, Kamala are Harris, bullies. Kamala Harris and Joe Biden took to Twitter and said, <laughs> uh, 
Kamala said the new voting law in Texas signed by Governor Abbott is one of the most restrictive Mm. in the nation. The bill limits the options that enabled a historic number of Texans, especially Mm. citizens of color, to vote safely in our last election. Now, Biden said we're facing an all out assault on our democracy. We need to pass the For the People Act and the John Lewis (laughs) Voting Rights Advancement Act to protect the sacred right to vote. I urge Congress to send them to my desk immediately. Yeah, tweet it away. They should have went to TikTok. Got more listeners. You want the same people who are clearly for voter suppression to agree with you to vote for the For the People Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights uh, uh, Bill. Wow. Okay. Let's see how All right. Also in Texas, Governor Abbott is defending his new abortion law, and he's also said that he will eliminate somehow all rapists. Now, this law does ban (laughs) abortion, as we talked about, as early as six weeks into a pregnancy, even if a woman has been raped or incest has been committed. And here's what he had to say about uh, forcing victims of rape to give birth. Why force a rape or incest victim to carry a pregnancy to term? Uh, It doesn't require that at all. Uh, It provides uh, at least six weeks for a person to be able to get an abortion. That said, however, let's make something very clear. Rape is a crime, and Texas will work tirelessly to make sure that we eliminate all rapists from the streets of Texas by aggressively going out and arresting them and prosecuting them and getting them off the streets. Mm. Okay, you should do that anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, good luck. Um, and that, yeah, that is your front page news, right? All right. Texas. I think I know All what right. he's trying to say, but it just, <laughs> that was confusing. Came off wrong. All right. Well, when we come back, the biggest boss, Rose will be joining us. Rick Ross will be here. He has a new book. We're going to chop it up with Rick Ross when we come back. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Rick Ross. What's happening, family? What's happening, everybody? What about those thighs, Rose? What about those thighs? <laughs> what about those thighs? <laughs> man, we made history with thigh stop, man. We created that with just an idea during the pandemic. We realized it was a chicken wing shortage one time for Charlie Morrison and the whole team at Wingstop, man, and we just made history. And it look, it's looking like we finna keep going because it's winning big. Everybody love them thighs. Did any other chicken parts come in yet or is it still a shortage? No, we still focusing on those wings and those thighs. Now listen, you have this new book out, The Perfect Day to Boss Up. Yes, indeed. You know, Ross, the introduction to the book is the fungus was among us. Are, are you staying fungus free? I'm trying to stay fungus free. And the reason the intro to the book was the fungus was among us was because I was just coming down off of COVID. I was just coming down off the fungus. Damn. And my my case of fungus was vicious. Really? How bad that, was it? Oh, man, that was the first time I can't get hard in two weeks. That was the first time in my whole life. I had the fungus. Hey, you know they said that's one of the long-term effects of COVID. No, nah, don't tell me that. No, for I'm real. I'm back, though. Rose back, baby. Rose back. But, you, but you, was, you, you was taking care of yourself. I saw you on the gram. You was, you was at the house. You wasn't really playing around like that. No, 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 no. This was no, before. No. This was no, before you know, the pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know I was at the, the promised land, so... I was still doing what I do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We were still staying busy. We got a lot of space to move around. So, you know, I ain't sure. 
You didn't even know what COVID was though, right? When you first nah, got it, because it was kind of, nah. yeah. I before. Had it, yeah, I had it before, you know, they said what it was, you know? So I just knew the situation I was in, I couldn't lay down and breathe. I had to sit up in the chair and I said, damn, if I go to the hospital, you know, my doctor and them going to trip. So I just had, you know, um, you know, my loved ones around me showing me a lot of love. And I sat up, I just was watching forensic files 24 hours a day. Right. And that's when you discover certain things that you want to do. Some people were like, I'm going to just figure out other ways to make money. Some people are like, I'm going to just take this break right now. But you still kept on working. And part of the reason why you wrote this book, from my understanding, is because of the pandemic. Right. Right. I actually wrote it during the pandemic. We, Me and Neil, we actually, you know, he flew down three weeks at a time, kicking it with me. He may leave for a week, come back three weeks. And he's just recording and writing down everything I'm saying. And I would start 6.30 in the morning and just go about, you know, go about my day. How do we take advantage of this time? How do we capitalize on every day we have? Right now I'm sitting here, I have my engineer truck print out. These my 19 current partnerships that I have. Wow. How do we continue to elevate and go to these next levels? How do we stay ahead of the curve? How do I stay ahead of my partners having to even call and make a request for anything? You don't. I'm a boss. I'm going to make sure everything is visible. That's what this is about. So that's what the whole book was about. We got to continue to move. So I got up in the morning, started getting on my, my IG more, my story more, just staying in touch with my fans and answering the questions they asked the most. As a business owner, how did your franchises weather the, weather the pandemic, bro? Well, during the pandemic, man, we actually did maybe better than we ever have. By Wingstop being a small, you know, you come in and pretty much pick up what you need and go. The major restaurants had to close down when Wingstop was still open. Mm. And then we know yeah. once them PP, once them PPP checks hit, them boys wanted them wings. Them boys wanted them <laughs> thighs. They wanted that ranch dressing, baby. They turned up. Wingstop was like never before. I'm going to keep it all the way real. And you opened another uh, franchise, another Wingstop franchise during the pandemic as well. Oh man, we kept working on this side. And to me, that's what being a boss was about. And every time I came to, you know, uh, and sat down with you guys, I made sure I reiterated the fact that when I came in the game, I told them every day I was hustling and I meant that just so they could get an idea of the type of hustler I was before we came in the game. And during the pandemic, Shit, I ain't seen nobody else still moving like Rose. I'm going to keep it real, man. Shit, I bought 20 more cars during the pandemic. We kept going like it wasn't nothing because we really was we doing this for real. And that's why we writing these books so the youngsters could really, it's a difference between the ones who talking about it and the ones who really could show you about it. I want. I think I mm -hmm. want to bring a wing stop to my hometown, Ross. We got to talk about that. That's too easy. Let's do it. As soon as we get off the phone, let's chop it up and make it happen. We could be partners. Absolutely. Let's talk about some of these uh, commandments in the book, man. Uh, chapter 16, never lay your Jesus peace face down. Never, never. You got to always hold up. The big homie at the highest, at the highest. When anybody print anything for me at the top, don't give me nothing if it don't say God is the greatest at the top. And so that's just one of them things I came up with a long time ago. You never lay your Jesus peace face down. You got to make sure he faced up, let the sun shine. Was there, yeah. ever, was there ever a time you, you, you laid it down and it wasn't face down and then something didn't go right? I'm sure it has. You know, nobody told me that. That was just through experience. That's something you got to see and 
damn. And you got to sit back and really, what this mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to value that. All right, we got more with Rose when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. everybody it's dj envy angela Yee, charlamagne the guy we are the breakfast club we're still kicking it with rick ross Yee. now you're talking about those partnerships that you have that list of partnerships in front of you one right. thing you discuss in the in the book is also making sure that partnerships you do make sense right it's authentic to who you are as a person and you even talk about evander holyfield and he didn't have the right partnerships and that's part of the reason why he wasn't able to sustain the lifestyle that he had so right. when it comes to you and your partnerships what makes sense for rick ross and what are some of those partnerships that you have now well if it's naturally something that i naturally um adore is it something that i naturally love when it comes to cannabis, we got our own strand, Collins Air. I look forward to us <laughs> opening, our, me and Berna opening our first dispensary on Collins Air. It's going to make a million dollars a day. So when you when I look at my, my partnerships from Bamboo, Vion, McQueen, you know, I love cognac. I love champagne. Rosé was a nickname, you know, years back. Ethica, that's just the lifestyle. Rap snacks, Wingstop, Checkers. Gate City Athletics, you know, we finna help the athletes go to the next level. We finna show them how the business go. Now that the youngsters in college could get money, that's what we finna do, you know what I mean? Um, Double MG, our partnership we just did with Dreas Nightclub, the number one nightclub in the United States. You know what I mean? That's What's that? Was that thing. for a residency? Uh, of course it is. You know, Rose just did one of the biggest residencies in the history for a rap artist with Dreas. Our last performance, man, um, LeBron was at the door. James Harden, everybody was in there. It was just, it, it, people couldn't get in. Dang. It was oversold. Some of the biggest athletes in the world was outside. I saw homies DMing me. I thought everybody got hacked that night. <laughs> <laughs> One time for G-Shiba, cryptocurrency. Man, and the list goes on, but if it's something mm-hmm. that I love, it's not work to me. I'm going to wake up and squeeze it in there. I'm going to wrap it for no reason. Now, have you ever done something? Have you ever done something just for a check? Yeah, just for a check and, and felt like it was a mistake? Um, I'm sure I've done something just for a check because you're not going to see everybody's vision. But do you respect the vision? You understand? Everybody not going to see your vision. Everybody not going to see your value. But do they respect it? That's what it's about. So have I done something for a check? I'm sure I have. But have I turned down a check? I done turned down big checks, seven figures for a cigarette company. I told them I don't smoke squares, homie. I'm not even gonna push that. Cannabis, I love. It helped me with my seizures. It helped me rest. It helped me with my diet. It could go on. It's a lot of positive things with that. But I don't smoke um, cigarettes. So I had to leave that. And I ain't gonna lie, that hurt Rose to leave that big bag on the table like that. <laughs> Your hustle determines your salary. Break that down, Rose. Yeah, your hustle determ- determines your salary. How hard do you really want to go? It's up to you. Do you Have you ever even considered being an owner? Have you ever even thought about being a CEO? Or did you want to be the best employee? Because if you're a great employee, you most definitely could work your way up to being the CEO. Now it's just on you. How hard are you going to go? I went so hard at a point to where I began to have seizures because for a decade I would only sleep for two and three hours. But this is what I wanted. I wanted one room in my in my crib to be like this. Just one room. But 
that's what I wanted. I wanted the wood floors to be oak. Oh man, what, what kind of tree is this? Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? And I mean it. I mean it though. You feel me? When you look back there and see the the, the wood horses that were shipped from wherever with the gold, that's what I wanted. But I mean it. I mean it. We wasn't bored. I wasn't joking. So your hustle got to determine your salary. How hard you want to go? Do you want to be on a quarter acre? Or do you want to be on 400 acres? Mm. Because you could do it. Now, when you talk about yourself getting into the game, right? It took you 10 years, really. You talk about until hustling popped off. But during that time, you were really preparing yourself. You had a lot of ups and downs. And at certain points, it felt like, is this really going to happen? And so we always tell people, don't give up. You know, it's right around the corner. But is it ever time to tell somebody this might not be for you? I wouldn't tell them that. I wouldn't have that on my conscience because I'm sure it's only so much. How long did somebody want to tell Rose that? When everybody was on the pool side at the pool, go, 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 go. And I'm the only one that's sitting there thinking about getting a million dollars. Our city was twerking and chicks and you know how many times I can only imagine somebody wanted to tell me that? Cause there was so many people that turned their back on me. It was so many people that didn't help me. So I'm sure they wanted to say, God damn homie, you talking about this and talking about that, man. This ain't nothing, man. Talk about the girls and all that. But God damn, how they feel now? How you feel? Can they even sleep at night? Well, if they can't sleep in the situation they in, I know they couldn't sleep with 20 million cash next to them. Damn. Let, let, let's talk about <laughs> mastering the art of the L, Rose. I don't want to give the whole book away, but it's a good shit here. You got to master the art of the L. This is a great book. I suggest everybody go pick it up. But you got to master the art of taking the loss because life is a beautiful struggle, brother, and you will take losses. You will take a loss. Now, how will you take that loss determines on was it really a loss? You could have a fist fight in the and knock you out cold. But when you get right back up, let's run it again. You ain't did nothing. Damn, did he really take a L? Mm. It's a difference. Rose done took a lot of L's, but was it really an L? Or was it really just experience? Was it really knowledge? Because I never got up from a situation that held my head down. I'm gonna dust my ball main off and shit, I'm gonna go get it. And when I think about it, that's what I came in the game looking for. I came in the game looking for the L, what's happening? I, I done been on the sideline for 15 years. What's next? I'm going for the top. And whoever don't like it, boy, they got to feel me. And that's what it was because I had to master the L so long before I never had that fear. And I can only imagine trying to be great or trying to work your way up to the top. If you fear losing, you may not make it. What's been you're your... going to be scared to do a bunch of different What's been your biggest L, Rose? Mm, I don't know. Rose done had a few of them. Um, and I'm still here. A lot of times I done told myself, I was just writing a rhyme the other night and I said, you was born dead, but you still breathing. So was you really? I don't know. I don't know, I'm still here. Mm. Yeah, one thing that is interesting is you do address a lot of things in this book that I'm sure you like, man, this was unfortunate when this happened. Like you even discussed the whole CO situation. You discussed everything, you know, with Vlad. And one thing I wanted you to touch on more was getting on a better terms with Tia, right? Your child's mother. 
because right. you guys are co-parenting successfully now. And I know yeah. a lot of people would love to know, how can I get over this? We hear so much drama with people raising kids and having to go through it. And you very publicly went through that. So how do you guys get on the same page and move past that? To me, it was always, she loved a boy. She wanted to be with the boy. And a lot of times women don't know how to express themselves. But look at me, this Rose, who wouldn't go through that? Angela, you would, come on. Come on, <laughs> Angela, you know what you would do, this Rose. Come on, come on. But you know, and, and she was there during when I had COVID. She was one of the ones who came over and brought me my ginger, boiled this, boiled that, and showed a lot of love. But once again, like I said, the things we go through, is it really an L after you've mastered it? Mm -hmm. After you've mastered, I'm sure if I asked her to marry me today, she would say, I do. So after you go through certain things, is it really an L? Mm. A lot of times it may be something you don't understand at the time or others may not understand, but hold your head up and go through it. All right, we have more with Rose when we come back. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Rick Ross. Charlemagne? How, how did you feel, Ross, when, when Drake called you the, the greatest rapper alive? You know, honestly, you know, I didn't just take that to my gut because a lot of times we feel that way about a lot of different artists. And what I think that was, was he was sitting in the studio that night listening to that verse and that beat as he was writing his verse for the record that we got on his album. And when he made that statement, I took a picture with uh, an artist he working with, and I think he may have been in the studio listening to that shit saying, boy, Rose the greatest, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, I ain't take it, you know, too serious. I just took it as, you know, that was that zone he was in at the time. When you approach the studio, you don't feel that way? You don't want your name in those uh, conversations? That's cool when your name in those conversations. But when I approach, when I approach the studio, I already know I'm the biggest boss. I already know what it is. I already know when I get on the record. It's hard for anybody to survive with Rose on the record. But guess what? I done collaborated with some greats. Mm -hmm. I done collaborated with Hove, with Nas, with Kanye, with Drake, with Wheezy, and the list goes on. And like I said, when you in a certain vibe, in a certain zone, I done got to the homies' verses and damn, I love how he did that, he killed that. And that's fine. But just honestly speaking, since me coming in the game at 06, me getting on records, you know, I don't carry my weight the whole time. So that ain't even nothing that I'm really tripping about. When I get love from my brothers, that's always a, a, a genuine thing that you appreciate, but I get that love back. When I get those verses back, when I talk to the homie, when I do this, when I do that. Last night, when I was talking to Pharrell in the middle of the night, something else we got coming up, it's just, we give each other that love when you, when you earn it. When people talk about it, they be like, yo, Ross and Jay-Z make great records. Ross and Nas make great records. Ross and Drake make great records. The one constant in all those conversations is Ross. So like, so there's no, Without a doubt. So it's just like, yo, you, you have to put yourself in that same space with those greats, right? I do get those conversations. They, it, it is people that tell me all the time, Rose, you the greatest. Rose, you the this. Rose, you the that. Then ain't nobody ever been more consistent than Rose on the feature. Rose albums is this and that. Rose, and those are legitimate feelings. But that ain't what I'm focusing on. Because I still got some swag to give them. 
Mm. Richer than I ever been for the most definitely drop bricks on the block. And if anybody was tripping or thinking it ain't, it ain't finna come, it's finna come. And you gonna feel it. I still, I, I still got work to do. Out of those three, if you had to executive produce a whole project with one of them, which one, which one would you choose? Jay, Nas, or Drake? Mm. Drake. I take Drake. Okay. Because those are conversations for one me and Drake. Now you know a project me and him having a project. Those are conversations we've had. That's who who I've spent the most time with. And um, I most definitely the sound. I would love to push, you know, from him rapping that hard sh to him harmonizing over that, you know, that that melodic sound that I love as well. I would love to just try to push it even further. Mm. So yeah, I say Drizzy. Yeah, I was saying this morning, I want to hear a, 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 a Drake album executive produced by Kanye West, but Man, I can imagine you in the studio too. Like that would be something special. You never know. What were your thoughts watching all this Kanye and Drake uh, back and forth and everybody on social media weighing in? <laughs> I was just enjoying it. I was smiling. You know, I never took none of that shit personal. Dude's rich, man. I don't even <laughs> think they tripping about that shit, man. I'm gonna just be honest. I don't think they tripping about that shit. Come on, man. Yeah, having listening events at the Mercedes Benz, Don. And you know, you're doing this in memory of your mom. It's in memory of your mom. To me, that's priceless. You got the world paying homage to the spirit and the legacy of your mother. That was the most important part of it to me. Mm -hmm. Then going to the Mercedes Benz Stadium, where I'm sure 30 or 40, 50 years ago, a black man couldn't do nothing but sweep outside. And now he just sitting there not even talking to the crowd, to the audience, just giving you an opportunity to listen to the music. That was legendary. And nobody could take nothing away from that. Yeah, I want to see them work together, man. I want I want to see a Kanye album written by Drake, and I want to see a Drake album produced by Kanye. That's what I want to see. You know Rose could make that call. I think it's worth <laughs> it, man. I think it's worth it. Now, Rose, speaking of partnerships, how important is it to have the right woman in your life? by your side when it comes to supporting you and all these things that you're doing and you supporting her as well. As you know, the older I get, the more valuable I understand a real woman and that one woman is by your side. Because as a boss and as a grown man, when you stop playing those games, you falling asleep hearing those words being mumbled to you, hearing some of that great advice being whispered to you as you falling asleep can be so priceless so i understand what it is and i suggest you know as young hustlers and entrepreneurs you live how you want to live until it's time to really commit to that one and once you get that one once you know you've got that one you got a whole lot high what do you think is the best advice you've gotten from a woman you've dated that's a great question i don't have none right off the top i don't you've I'm learned sure a lot though yeah i'm sure i have I'm sure I have, but I believe they may have learned a lot more from Rose. <laughs> <laughs> now, Raw, what about the music, man? When Richard and I ever been coming? Expect to hear something um, from me in the next two weeks. You know, I'm happy uh, Drizzy got his project out because I'm finna get ready and roll, you know what I mean? Next year. You know, I'm just excited for everything that's coming, but before the year out, you'll get Richard and I ever been. So in the next two weeks, Get ready. Get ready for a record, a single, some more details. It's time. Your, your first deal with Def Jam, Ross, I was having a debate yesterday. You know, this is a little light hip-hop conversation. I always thought 
Hove was the one who 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 signed you to Def Jam. Somebody told me last night it was it was Shakir. God bless the dead. Was it, which who was it? Rest in peace, rest in peace, Shakir Stewart. Shakir Stewart is the one who did all the groundwork to get me in the Def Jam office. That's who flew to Miami as I was sitting in the studio at at Circle House and was because you got to remember at the time um, it was a huge bidding war going on and it was a lot of money on the table coming from you know ten different labels. Mm-hmm. Shakir Stewart, the one that because I wasn't just gonna be flying out nowhere. I'm like, yo, Shakir Stewart, the one that came back and forth for I don't know how long and got me to come to Def Jam offices. And when I walked in with Shakir Stewart, it was Jay-Z and L.A. Reid sitting there. And we sat down and I was just like, you know, okay, what type of money we talking about? Okay, that's cool, that's cool. But do y'all see my vision and my pace for how I move? Okay, okay, that's cool too, that's cool too, okay. Jay, I need you on this remix. Every damn hustling, baby. And we made everything happen, but most definitely, without a doubt, I would, I would hang that medal around Shakir Stewart neck. Okay, because I thought it was Bleak. They said always heard the story about Bleak heard you and told Jay about you. It and that's true as well. Okay, that's true as well. Memphis Bleak and State Property was recording at um, Circle House Studios, and that's when we had a battle. We 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 battled. It was myself versus state property, and then Beans kind of just sat back and was watching, and Freeway and everybody else. It was just a lot of love, and um, this was around the time when Aaliyah was flying, supposed to be flying back into Miami. That's when I heard about the Aaliyah situation. I was in the studio with state property in Memphis, Bleak, and Rockefeller. Wow, wow. You know, when you talk about speaking things into existence, you know, I, I saw a video you did recently where you spoke about manifesting things into existence and that's a chapter in the books. When you think about those times, you know, being in Circle House, did you did you envision all of this? Partners with 20 different businesses, you know, all the platinum plaques, the gold, I, did, I, did, you part, did you see all that? I didn't. What I wanted to see was me get the opportunity to put my vision and my heart on the table. That's what I wanted to do to get that opportunity to show these dudes how hard, you know, and what I was really about um, on the table. You know what I'm saying? Did I know it would get to this point? No, I didn't. I remember when I sat down with one of my business partners and he told me, this is going to be the most valuable asset you're a part of. And I remember laughing in his face. (laughs) I said, boy, you must not know who you're talking to. I got another. I ain't a regular rapper. I ain't. This ain't just show money and walk through money that you talking to. And man, this shit different, Rose. And I'm still going to get it. I still go get walk through money like I was only out for two years, three years. I don't believe in leaving nothing on the table. I believe in connecting with the streets and it'll never change. Rose gonna have a billion and I'll still come do your walk through, you hear me? I saw recently people were shocked that you fly private and that you have the John Deere and mow your own lawn. But when you read the book, you get to understand more of the mindset of why you do those things. Right. Without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt. Let's remain hands on. All y'all young hustlers that's that's listening to this. When you get home today, go clean that piss from behind your toilet. <laughs> <laughs> go get that rust off the side of your mama house. <laughs> You feel me? It's, we should. We got to remain hands on. Let's handle our business. 
Let's go and get it. Ain't nothing changing. Right. Well, make sure y'all go get the perfect day to boss up Rick Ross's new book. My man Neil Belkin is 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 is, is, is Neil a on this. Yeah, Neil's a good Better person, man. Very good. A hustler's guide to building your empire, Ross. You one of my favorite people to watch, man. I love what you're doing, King. You already know, man. The, the feeling's mutual. I'm always here. Let's keep going. Let's keep elevating, going to that next level, baby. And you need me. I got you. Listen, as an entrepreneur myself, I did find some valuable tips in this book. So I want to thank you for writing this. You know, I'm all about studying what other people have done to become successful and learning all the time. And I agree with you on all of those aspects of, of being an entrepreneur. So I'm always learning, too. I'm always a student. So thank you so much for this. Man, I appreciate it. And I'm always remain a student of you guys. So here we are. Yes, sir. It's Rick Ross. It's The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, congratulations to Big Boy. Now, he's been in this business for 30 years almost. And now wow. he is getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Drop on the clues bonds with Big Boy. Well deserved. He hosts yes. the morning show on Real 92.3 uh, in L.A. Yeah, well deserved. Now, Dr. Dre is going to be presenting the awards to him. He's one of his closest friends. And it's also going to take place on Big Boy's 52nd birthday. So congratulations to him. He posted, it's official. This is crazy. I still can't believe this. Thank you all. Hashtag Ida's son. And congratulations to him. This is all going to go down on his birthday. Actually, that's today. Is today September 8th? Yeah, yeah. today. Today's the day he gets to start. Yeah. At 11.30 a.m. So oh, you can watch a, it on the live stream, walkoffame.com. That's a hell of a born day present. I wonder if that, like, is that, mm -hmm. can you pick what date you want or is that just a coincidence that happened? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if that's, they have the date set. And that's 11.30 a.m. Um, Not Eastern, though, right? Because they're on the West Coast, right? Yeah, probably not. It just says 11.30 yeah. a.m. on the post. Yeah, I'm sure it's the West Coast. I'm almost positive it's the West Coast. Now, he also has his... <laughs> he also is unleashing his own off-air with Big Boy intimate interview series. He's going to be sitting with celebrities like Kevin Hart, George Lopez, Snoop, Tiffany Haddish, and more. He also has a segment called Flowers, where he'll be honoring other people for the work they've done throughout their career. So that's huge. That's going to start on October 7th. It will be interactive, and fans can also enjoy the experience live. All right. Now, Diddy, as, since we're talking about spreading love, has been spreading his love. And apparently there's pictures now that have leaked out where he's with Joy Chavez and they're kissing on his yacht in Italy. Now, you know, she's an amazing dancer, but she also has a child with uh, Bow Wow, and, who's super cute. And she has a child with Future as well. So, I mean, I guess I don't know what's going on with the two of them, but I guess you know. Why did you just say? It's like they're pretty boot up, super cute, just randomly, just like that. I've never. Their daughter's really cute together. Oh, you said the daughter? I thought you said Bow Wow. Yeah, was super I said cute. they have a daughter oh. together. She's super cute. Okay, okay. If you, you thought she was shooting her, a she, shot? I, yeah, I was like, wow, yeah. <laughs> they have their own TV show. You know, she has her own TV show coming. She's, you mm -hmm. know, they always do these little dance videos together. Real cute little girl. So, yes. And if you guys recall, and this has been trending too, Bow Wow talks about how he learned to be a family with his children's mothers from Diddy. My children's mother, they, they can call me for anything. I'm going to get it done. No matter what it is, we family. And I think that's important. And I got that from Puff. I learned a lot from Puff. Being around him, watching how he moves, and I'm always asking him questions like, how you doing? How, how? That's why you don't tell nobody who the plug is. 
Because <laughs> then they want to bypass you and go straight to the plug. <laughs> now, Diddy has also been linked to Young Miami recently, but I don't know if they're dating or what it is, but people were speculating that that was happening. So I saw she was trending along with this story as well. Puff All sugar right, daddy. And yeah, he's <laughs> Ain't he puff sugar daddy? life. Lord have Brother mercy. love. <laughs> All right. Now, Ro Timmy is expecting his first child, and that's going to be with his fiance, Vanessa. And he posted it, and she posted it as well on social media. The greatest gift of all. Thank you, Jesus, for choosing us. It is a true, true honor. We are overjoyed. She posted hashtag boy mom. And yes, and Rotimi was just recently on The Breakfast Club and he was talking about how when he first met Vanessa, he knew, well, she knew that he was the one. And here's what he said. And she said she knew you were the one like right away. Yeah, yeah. She did a video. She did um, she did an interview, I think, like two weeks after we met. And she was just like, no, I found my husband. So everybody back home wow. in Tanzania was like, girl, he's, he's going to leave you. He's going to do this. And literally two years later, she posted that video with the engagement video. Did you know that fast too? Yeah, I did. That is so cute. So congratulations to Rotimi and Vanessa. They Absolutely. got a little baby mm -hmm. on the way. So dope. Dropping the clues bombs for Rotimi and Vanessa. Mm -hmm. He posted, my greatest gift has been you. You changed my life and now we are beautifully linked forever to raise a little us. I pray our son has your glow, your heart, your mind, and your spirit. I will protect you and our son with everything I have. I love it. Nothing All right. Like well, family. that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, Charlemagne, who you giving that donkey to? Uh, we need uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott to come to the front of the congregation. We'd like to have a little war with him, please. All right. We'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. The saga continues. Season two of Wu-Tang and American Saga debuts on Hulu September 8th. The Wu-Tang Clan will have to overcome even more obstacles, odds, and past beef as they come together to create the iconic album, Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers. Catch up with season one now and stream new episodes of season two on September 8th, only on Hulu. WWPR FMHD1 New York. And iHeartRadio Station. Let me put a little bit of the breakfast club up in your lifestyle. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. This is a miracle. There is no question that there are problems in this country between police and community. Yes, you are a donkey. The latest on that police killing of a black man. Now to new developments in the deadly spa shooting rampage. Uh, and yesterday was a really bad day for him, and this is what he did. And so we are in a state of emergency. Okay, white supremacist violence is and always has been the number one threat to our society. But I'm also very proud that my wife is white. My wife is white. The, the Breakfast Club, bitches. All right, Charlene, please tell me, why was I your donkey of the day? Good morning. Donkey of the day for Wednesday, September 8th, goes to Texas Governor Greg Abbott. Uh, yesterday, Greg Abbott signed into law a bill that bans 24-hour and drive-through voting and imposes new hurdles on mail-in ballots and empowers uh, partisan poll watches. Basically, it's just another voter suppression bill, okay? It's a lot of those going around. All right, what's the number now? Uh, 17 states have enacted 28 new laws, making it harder to vote. 
You Negroes and Negro lovers scared the hell out of the white man so bad in the last presidential election when y'all went out there and voted by mail in record numbers. Oh, more than half of these new laws make it harder to vote absentee and by mail. The white man said, F your stamps, F your envelopes, F your big ass lips and tongue you use to lick it and seal it. We want it stopped. Texas is just the latest Republican controlled state that is buying into the narrative that there was voter fraud and the election was stolen. So they had to take extreme measures to protect the ballot box from colors. I mean, cheaters. Let's go to KXAS NBC5 for the report, please. The Texas elections bill that has made headlines for the last several months is officially law. Today, Governor Abbott signed Senate Bill 1, also called the Election Integrity Protection Act of 2021 in Tyler, Texas. Opponents say the law restricts voters and now several groups are challenging it in court. The Texas law, it does make it easier than ever before for anybody to go cast a ballot. That does also, however, however, make sure that it is harder for people to cheat at the ballot box in Texas. But opponents disagree, saying there's no evidence of widespread voter fraud in Texas and believe the new law will make it harder for the elderly, disabled, and people in urban communities to vote. Black. The new law bans drive-through voting and 24-hour voting, something that was popular in the Houston area during the 2020 election. It also requires mail-in voters to provide part of their ID or social security number. And anyone assisting someone filling out a ballot must submit paperwork on how they're related to the voter and recite an oath. <sighs> this is all about political power, people. Okay, a state like Texas is a rapidly changing state and people of color make up damn near all of the population growth in Texas. And that growth is really concentrated in large cities that tend to vote Democrat. Public Enemy told us in 1990 that there was a fear of a black planet. Now it's a fear of a black, brown and non-white planet, period. When you think of the fact that by 2045, they are predicting whites to be the, major uh, the minority. And when you think of the census poll that came out in June that shows white decline for the first First time, okay, non-whites and Hispanics were a majority of people under the age of 16 in 2019. When you think about all that, then you know why all of this is happening. White fright, white fright, white fright. Okay, they are scared to lose their position of power in this country. I'm really just giving donkey of the day to Greg Abbott to remind y'all how cowardly Democrats are. Okay, they have tried every political strategy, but courage. I keep telling y'all that Governor Abbott is signing a voter suppression bill. And President Biden and Vice President Harris are just tweeting about it. Okay, President Biden tweeted, we're facing an all-out assault on our democracy. We need to pass the For the People Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act to protect the sacred right to vote. Vice President Harris tweeted, the new voting law in Texas signed by Governor Abbott is one of the most restrictive in the nation. The bill limits the options that enable the historic number of Texans, especially citizens of cheaters, I mean citizens of color, to vote safely in our last election. Okay, the U.S. Senate must act to protect the voting rights of all Americans by passing the For the People Act and the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act in tweet. My dear, dear Democrats, hope is not a strategy. Never has been, never will be. How can the president of the United States of America say that we are facing an all-out assault on our democracy and not act like it, okay? And not do nothing but tweet about it. If there was an all-out assault on America, America would retaliate swiftly and with force. But an all-out assault on what is supposed to be the cornerstone of democracy, which is voting, just garners a couple of tweets. Let me guess. 
The way to beat voter suppression is to go out and vote in record numbers next year. We need the largest voter turnout in history to beat voter suppression. That has been the play every election cycle. Oh, and never mind the fact we haven't gotten any of the aforementioned voter rights laws passed. Never mind the fact we didn't get the George, you know, Floyd Policing Act passed. You know, we just got to beat voter suppression. Okay, that has been the play every election. All right, every election. None of, you know, none of that matters. We haven't done anything for you, okay, but we need to galvanize in massive numbers to go out there and save America. Mm-hmm. Why am I so hard on Democrats about this? There's one reason and one reason only. Because Democrats have tried every political strategy but courage. Mm-hmm. Democrats can vote to get rid of the filibuster, but Democrats like Joe Manchin don't want to vote to get rid of the filibuster. And if they voted to get rid of the filibuster, the Biden administration could get some things done because the filibuster is what is used to block most of Biden's agenda. So the economy voting rights, police reform, all of that could be passed if they got rid of the filibuster. Why? Because the Democrats have a majority that depends on a tie-breaking vote from Vice President Kamala Harris. If they got rid of the filibuster, they could pass legislation without Republicans, but they don't want to do that because they're cowards. Don't tell me there's an all-out assault on democracy if you aren't doing everything in your power to protect it. How are you constantly saying we have to pass the John Lewis Voting Rights Act? We have to pass the For the People Act. How are those things going to get passed? How? You want the same people who are clearly for voter suppression to vote against their own interests? The John Lewis Voting Rights Bill passed the House with 219 Democrats in favor and all, I repeat, all 212 Republicans opposed. So why in the hell would you think it would pass through the Senate? But if Democrats had some courage and they actually cared about the people who vote for them, they would vote to get rid of the filibuster, pass the laws they need to pass. And I promise you, if they did that, they wouldn't have to beg us to go vote. We would go vote because we are seeing what we are voting for. And that's results. But at this point, with 17 states enacting 28 new laws to make it harder for coloreds, I mean, cheaters to vote. Only thing I can think of is this is above us now. Kathy Griffin, could you please do the honors and give Governor Greg Abbott the biggest hee-haw? Please give this giant jar of mail the biggest hee-haw. All right. Well, thank you for that donkey of the day. Up next, Ask Yee. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call Yee right now. Phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. What, 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 what you want to know? Baby mama issues? Need some words of wisdom? Call up now for Ask You. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Come on. Need relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice? Call up now for Ask You. Keep it real. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Nikki. Hey, Nikki, what's hi, your question hey. for you? Oh my hey, God, Nikki. First of all, I want to say, I'm, hi, I'm, I listen to y'all every morning, and I want to say I love all you guys, Charlamagne. I really love you. I you love you more. Okay, but my question is, I met this guy where I work at, and I went out with him the same day, and then a week mm-hmm. later, I had sex with him, and now okay. I feel like he's not mm-hmm. wanting to take me out. He just want to cook. We, we cook at, you know, his place and stuff like that. So I want to retract that back because I feel like he just want to, you know, do that. But he's saying he has fun with me and he want to take me out, but he's not. All right. Well, A, you can't retract that. You already did it. So what's done? Okay. But you guys are, you still are going to his house and cooking and everything, right? Yeah. Yeah. And how often do but you see my, each other? 
we don't see well we don't see each other like every day because of my schedule with my kids and his schedule and that's his other thing he was like i don't know your schedule with you and your kids and stuff like that and i'm like he was like well send me your schedule (laughs) well that doesn't sound too bad nikki you might be overthinking this you know what i am an overthinker you're right Because I'm going to be honest, we're adults, right? So if you meet somebody, you have sex with them a week later. He also had sex with you. So you could be judging him for that as well. And so I feel like what's going to happen is going to happen at this point. You did it. Be unapologetic about it. Own it. Y'all had sex a week after you met because you guys were that attracted to each other. It's not like he ghosted you. He's still talking to you. He asked to know your schedule. Yep, he did not ghost me. And actually, as a matter of fact, I just talked to him last night. And he was like, you got some of the best, you know what, that I've had. So Lies! All right. No, it's not a lie. Look, y'all gotta, you guys have chemistry with each other. You clearly have some strong chemistry. What happened, happened. Now, if y'all, if you, your main thing is you want him to take you out, right? You don't want to just be going over there and cooking and just be in the house. So plan something. Invite him out. Why don't you tell him, yo, I really want to see Candyman. Let's go to the movies. Like you make a plan because he said he doesn't know your schedule and you do have children. So being respectful of that, maybe he's, you know, not able to make those plans. Maybe you're not available at certain times. So I suggest that you bring it up to him and say, yeah, I'm dying to see Candyman. Let's go see it together. Something like that. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. Well, good luck, yeah. mama. But Maybe not Candyman. Yes. Candyman might be a little too scary. Listen, scary movies are great. But listen, first of all, a black woman directed it, Nia DaCosta, so let's support her. Secondly, there's nothing more fun than going on a date and getting your adrenaline going by watching a little horror movie so you could grab onto him. I know one thing. If that poom poom was as good as she said it is, he'd be over there cooking for her. You know what, Charlamagne? That's why I said I like Because I feel the same way. It sounded to me like he he put one hand on your back, one hand on your frontal, and bam, 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 bam. That would have sounded like me. Well, girl, he ain't ain't ghosted. You guys are still communicating. It's still kind of early stages. You guys are figuring each other out, and you're giving yourself too hard of a time by judging your own self. Okay, okay. Well, I appreciate that. Can I shout out my... What is it? Everybody shout out their Instagram. Can I do that? Oh, Go boy. ahead, girl. Yes, Nikki. <laughs> <laughs> okay, your Black it's, Planet. Shout your Black Planet out, mama. <laughs> okay, it's, it's, Lenique, it's Lenique Cosmetic. L-A-N-I-Q Cosmetic. I'm a makeup artist in the hairstyle. All right. We'll look for Salute you on Black you, Planet. Nikki. Okay. All right. Ask ye 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Yee. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your question for Yee, bro? Yeah, I was just, uh, I'm going through a divorce. Mm-hmm. And uh, some people have been telling me, like, uh, she's got plans on, on not sign, re-signing the lease for the house and all this. And I'm just okay. wondering if I should still... So what is the reason for the divorce? You're saying it's because she won't admit things? Or did you have some part in this as well? No, like we we went through marriage counseling a couple times. You know what I'm saying? Like I made her get a a personal counselor also. She Mm -hmm. always comes back with a problem, like trying to find wrong with me after she has her first person. Well, I'm sure you both have issues, right? As we all do. 
Well, no, I'm fine. I go to work. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, I come home, cook clean. I take her on a date. I don't know what the issue is. You know what I'm saying? Like, Are you hoping like to work things work? out? No. No, you're not. I mean, okay. if, she, if, if, admitted her, if she admitted that she was wrong, you know what I'm saying? Like, Sir, can you admit any, relationship. but what is her problem with you? Because you keep on talking about she needs to admit she's wrong. She does this. She does that. I asked you, uh, you have you contributed to this in any way? Are you perfect and you pretty much acted like you haven't contributed to any of the problems in the relationship oh so first first i want i want she's real into the church and and, and everything and i go to Mm -hmm. church with her but i i guess i'm not reaching that spiritual expectation for fast enough and uh yeah that's one thing and then uh you know i don't know i always ask for time but she never has time for me you know what i'm saying i I know that's usually some a woman woman wants to like I, I'd expect time from my wife you know right okay so she's leaving you is basically why this divorce is happening or you're leaving her because you've said you had a lot of issues with her well I've told her I've, I told her I was gonna leave her so many times so I guess she's affected by that uh, that will do it but we never got that, that's never definitely got, not good for your we never got to the point where I said why I said I was leaving you know but, so why like, you why were you why were you threatening to leave her just on a choice to It sounds like you guys have had a breakdown in communication because you've never even expressed to her what it is that is making you want to leave, right? You said you've never even gotten to that point. But as far as you guys getting a divorce, you're saying that there's no going back. You don't want to be together. I mean, I would if I would if she uh like she wants me to chase her still. Like she's not willing to she's not willing to sacrifice anything. It's like mm-hmm. the way she thinks is, is the man supposed to do the chasing. But Eric, my whole family's telling me to leave, you know what I'm saying? Because everybody knows how she is. But it's like when you get married, you don't want to get a divorce. You, you know don't want to give up, right. Yeah. And you guys did go to counseling. That didn't help. Yeah, twice. And the first guy, he told me to just take this opportunity and run. Because it'll, it'll be 65 before, before we ever became financially stable or, or, or happy. I just want to say this. Your main thing today is you want to know about whether or not you should pay these bills for the last month because uh, of getting a new lease, right? Right, because she went and told some people and they, they told me that she's getting a lawyer and doing all this other stuff. And I, and I don't understand why y'all thing. are not talking to each other about this and why are other people involved? I just don't understand that. But I will say this. If you feel like there's a chance that you can work things out or if you guys are trying to do that, right? I don't think that not paying the bills is the answer. That feels like being petty. And y'all at one point did love each other. And so I would rather you end things on a good note than doing things because it feels like you would be doing that really to hurt her. Nah, no, nah, it's just why I don't want to be stuck in a in a financial situation where I can't provide for the kids. You know what I'm saying? So and, how would you pay the bills leave, if you guys were staying together? I mean, we had a we had a a plan. Like I pay these bills, she pays these bills. But she just started a job last week after being off work from the bank. Okay, I would if I were you, I would stick to the plan that you guys have for now while you figure out what it is that you're trying to do. If there's certain bills that she should be paying, she should pay those. If there's certain bills that you're supposed to be paying, don't stop doing that. Handle your responsibilities. Well, let me tell you, she done packed, she done packed everything up and threw away. It's like she's moving out. So I'm like, okay. that's why I'm so confused. Right. It feels like you're hurt you know about saying? that and this is your response. If things can't be worked out, these bills still have to get paid. And if it's in your name, that is going to reflect on your credit as well. So you have to figure out a plan financially. Sure. 
So don't put yourself in an even worse position. Handle those responsibilities. Get your financial plan together. Whether or not you two are going to end up together, you still have to take care of that. You still have your own credit to worry about. Don't demolish that in an effort to hurt her. True that. True that. That's what... That's what I call. I want to recommend that you continue to go to counseling for yourself. If this couple's counseling isn't working, it's not happening for you, continue to go for yourself because I can tell just by hearing your voice that your spirit feels like it's broken. It feels like you're really hurt right now and you don't know what to do, but I, I think you should really continue to do that for you so you can be there for your family, for your children. True that. I appreciate that. All right. I wish you the best of luck and just remember, handle your responsibilities, take care of you. And there's nothing wrong with you feeling like you need to talk to somebody if you need help. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome. Ask E, 800-585-1051. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and Kanye has said, stop texting. Go find God. Find out who he fired Mm. in this manner. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Well, Drake is teaming up with ESPN and he's going to be curating music for the upcoming season of Monday Night Football. So congratulations to him. That's huge. NFL right? starts tomorrow. Yeah, starts his tomorrow. newest songs and possibly some classics. And he has more than enough uh, material for that. So, uh, yeah, it starts tomorrow, 820. The Cowboys versus the Buccaneers is when. My Dallas Cowboys. Starts. We start our Buccaneers road to the Super Bowl. <laughs> we start our road to the Super Bowl tomorrow, baby. We out here, Cowboy Nation, <laughs> dropping the clues bombs for the Cowboys, damn it. Don't you. Excuse Thank me? you, Red. Thank you, Red. <laughs> <laughs> Drop on a goddamn clues bomb for the Cowboys, you disrespectful Giants fans in here, okay? I don't think Red's a Giants fan, but thank you, Red. Who's your team, Red? You like the Jets. Okay, he don't even count. Don't even talk. Nah, he don't even count. You, you just be quiet the whole NFL season. <laughs> yeah. All right, now, in the meantime, Kanye has fired one of his engineers who worked on Donda. Now, the messages all start with uh, Kanye texting this person at 9.34 a.m. Good morning, let's work. Then two hours later, there was no response. So then they said he texted, you're fired, go home. Now, the person who is the engineer on the receiving end of this uh then responded, I'm really sorry. I have no excuse. I set an alarm for 7.30 a.m. And for whatever reason, my phone wasn't alerting me. I woke up at 11.08 to miss calls and got dressed as fast as I could. Lou was already on his way to get bugs and they just got here. I didn't call back right away because I was in a panic trying to find a ride. I know this is unacceptable. I'm sorry. And Kanye responded, stop texting. Go find God. Come back after you found God. Damn. Ouch. I mean, well, hey, I mean, Kanye has all right. I mean, if you're an engineer, you're supposed to be at work at a certain time. You're not there at that time. You know, he has the right to do what he wants to do. Right? Yeah, I mean, that's his business. I'm sending Kanye West healing energy always, but yeah, he definitely has Not the, the right. engineer. You got to send the engineer healing energy. I'm sending, well. But maybe been he's not really fired because he can say he found God because he did <laughs> say come back God. after you found God. That is true. Uh, <laughs> how do you find God? Do you bring him in a bag? He's like, hey, look what I found. Like, come on. <laughs> God is not lost, people. We are. Right. It doesn't feel like that's a final thing if, if he says come back after you found God because he did say come back. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and the BMW that Tupac was shot and killed in is now for sale. And they're saying it's about $2 million. It's a 1996 BMW uh, 750IL. Did I say that right, Envy? Yes. All right. So they said, um, you know, the bullet holes 
they said uh, have been repaired and they're saying it's restored to its original condition. So now they're asking for $1.7 million for that car. I don't know. Why what would do you, you want think? that? With- yeah, that, that, I mean, yeah. it is a part of hip hop history, but why would you want that? You know what? Like, why would you want that? You it's, know? it's strange, it, right? Because people walking around with, with crosses on, people wear crosses, right? And that's what, you know, Jesus died on. So, you know, in, in a way, I always think that's strange. So, I mean, is it kind of like the same thing? No, it's not the same thing. You comparing Tupac to Jesus, to Jesus, but no, I'm I, saying that somebody died on a cross and Pac died in the car. Why would you want either one of those things? Is what I'm saying. I'm, I think it's it should be a museum. Cross. <laughs> like you see all the you see the cars where the president you know got represents. shot and killed. So I, I mean, you should see that in a museum. I think it would be dope to have some type of hip hop museum. You have that car there, maybe. Why uh, different <laughs> why, jewelry, why, and artifacts, and things? Why, it's just a little bit. Why of everything. have an artifact of trauma? Why? All right, and the notorious B.I.G. Ooh, his. Uh, the apartment that he lived in has hit the market for $1.7 million. So that, by the way, that apartment um, is has also been lived in by somebody else and owned by somebody else since then. It's a two-bedroom, two-bathroom duplex. And the home was even featured in the documentary Biggie, The Life of Notorious B.I.G. That apartment now rents the one that he grew up in for more than $4,000 a month. Now, the person who owns the one that they're selling gave the whole house a gut renovation after purchasing it in 2011. So, I don't know. I mean, that's another part of history, I guess. And uh, Trick Daddy was recently on Drink Champs, and he was talking about doing a versus. Who could you see him doing a versus against? They wanted him to go up against Boosie, and here's what he said. They wanted me to do a versus with Boosie, and I was like, nah, like, Boosie, that's, that's, that's my dog. Right. That's and dope. everybody like, oh, it's good for hip-hop. No, 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 no. If I do you, if I do you a versus, right. I'm going to smash your ass. Right, right. We, I'm we not going to come out there. Going. I'm not coming out there playing because you're right. not going to play with me. Right. Right. And plus, Billboard and all the right. other magazines, they're going to chart this shit. They're gonna give. They're gonna rate a winner and a loser. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Junior say the second place is the first one to lose, and I'm not gonna be first first one to lose. Boosie and Trick Daddy would be one of the most hilarious verses of all time. Okay. (laughs) The see conversations alone, man. To see Boosie's reaction to Trick saying he likes to get eight out would be worth the price of admission. Oh, okay. And Polo G was arrested. That's all you want to see, huh? A weapons charge, according to law enforcement sources. They told TMZ he was arrested Monday afternoon in downtown L.A. Cops said they found him carrying a concealed firearm, which is a felony. Polo G was a passenger in a car that was pulled over. Now, the car was found, the firearm was found in the car. So a male juvenile was also arrested and booked on that same charge. So we don't know that it was his or how this is going to happen. But uh, the arrest is nearly three months after his album release party. He was arrested in Miami, remember, for allegedly attacking a cop. They also found two handguns inside a bag after the Cadillac he was riding in was pulled over for blackout tinted windows. And he was also a passenger during that stop. So we'll see what yeah, that's, happens. That's usually that. protocol when they pull somebody over. Nobody claims the gun. They arrest everybody. Which is Everyone re- gets arrested. Exactly. Yes. And that's ridiculous for, for them not to claim that gun. Why would y'all let Polo G go to jail? Okay. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Somebody got to protect the bag. Right. Yeah. Well, maybe he didn't claim it as of yet. Maybe they go downtown, speak to a lawyer, and then he claims it. You don't know. Yeah, but that's too late at that point. Like, no, once, it's not. They're gonna get you, out. You, you gonna get out? Man, I done been in that situation twice. Once you get to that jail cell, <laughs> like if if that person didn't do it before they uh, took y'all from the scene, all of y'all getting charged. All right. Well, thank you, E, for that rumor report. Up next is the People's Choice Mix. Let's go. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, what up, y'all? It's DJ Envy, and the General Insurance is all about making your life easier. 
The General has flexible payment options, and they allow you to choose your payment date and how you pay. They accept cash, card, or check. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to everybody in the D Detroit. What up, though? I want to shout out to uh, Jay Neely and Justin. Uh, they bring me down here a lot to do a lot of parties, and I do so much in Detroit. So does Yee. I know we own property out here. We do investments out here. I'm having my car show out here. So for my birthday, they gave me my my own pair of Cartier lenses. Like, you know, those Cartier lenses are like big in Detroit. What do they call you? Buffs. The buffs. They gave me a pair of buffs. That's what they call Cartier lenses. So I was very excited about that. So I got my first pair of Cartier lenses. So shout to shout to those brothers and I appreciate them uh, holding me down every time I come to Detroit. All right. Shout out to Jay Neely. Shout out to everybody out there. Absolutely. And shout out to Private Label Detroit, my store in Detroit, where you can go and buy some here right now in Eight Mile and Dequinder. What time is it open? Uh, 10 a.m. And we are still looking for a manager and an employee an employee so i know how much they paying people um, are looking for jobs right now so this is the time all right i might stop it through depends and go on get what me position some. you get i might give me a wig or something on my way back all right well shout yeah, to rick get, ross get for a blonde wig or something get, get you a blonde headband wig it'd be cute little switch it up nah yeah maybe i'll grab it on the way in now well, also once well, you get you a blonde headband wig envy why well, you want me to switch it up for you that'd be cute to see you coming here with the blonde headband wig on See, the thing about that. the headband wig is that you got to have that little leave out in the front. And I don't know if Envy has enough. He can draw it on. Yeah. Come on, stop. Don't disrespect his artist like that. You know, he can draw that on. But I did take into consideration that Envy does like the lace front beard. So we're working on that. True. Good. True. Good, good, good. Well, shout to Rick Ross. Speaking of lace front beard, shout to Rick Ross for joining us this you morning. Oh, why you did that? Wow. <laughs> disrespectful. Ro Ross, you hear him? That's disrespectful. <laughs> shout to Rose, man. <laughs> shout to Rick Ross for joining us this morning. And um, make sure you pick up his book. That's right. His book is out right now. It is called The Perfect Day to Boss Up, A Hustler's Guide to Building Your Empire. Salute to my dude, Neil Belkin, man. Him and Rick Ross always create great magic together. It's All a right, great read. When we come back, we got the positive notes, so don't move. It's the breakfast. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now it's time to get up out of here, Charlemagne. You got a positive note? Yes, and I got to salute Anita Kopax, man. Shallow Waters is available everywhere you buy books right now, man. It's a great fictional book about the Yoruban deity of the sea, Yimmy Yah. Uh, I love the energy that it's providing to the ecosystem right now. So make sure you go grab a copy of Shallow Waters by Anita Kopax, available everywhere you buy books. And my positive note is simply this, I have never met a strong person with an easy pass. Be proud of your scars and the fact that you're still standing. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?